This is a dual ramble. Let's go. Bebop. Mighty Lark. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you, El Santos? We had quite the journey with our audio. It was <laughs> so I, I am just happy to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm always happy to hear your voice. And I feel like an audio warrior. <laughs> there you go. Well, cool, man. Come out. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I um I, I I always love these because I see so many other cool artists and then to finally speak like not an emoji. <laughs> yeah, man. I am. Um, let's see. But yeah, so uh, I'm going to. I don't know. I had a lot of obstacles today. So we wanted to share some of your work. We could kind of. Let's see. Let me get acclimated here. I forget. I know you're you're on the East Coast. Yeah, right? I live in Maine. Maine. Yeah. What part of Maine? Uh, near Portland, so southern Maine. Okay. Nice. I've been to um, Kenny Bunkport. Yeah. Long time ago. It's I, pretty uh, up there. I used to work there. I worked at a gallery there, actually. Really? Yeah. What did you do there? Uh, I sold primarily sculptures created by, oh, let me see if I can remember his name. It was Lyman Whitaker, I believe, and his studio was in Utah? Yeah. Fellow that owned it had been like traveling around and he found these like wind sculptures. He's like, Oh, I need to bring these back to Maine. And he had like an agreement with the artist and he sold all these, all of these like uh, sculptures that, that moved with the wind. And they, they were admittedly pretty cool, but not anything that I wanted to do. But I was really good at selling. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't try to sell them. I was just like, this one's kind of neat. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that is like selling is its own art. And I think many of us are reluctant <laughs> to um to embrace it. I've, um, I've gotten better at it. <laughs> What's that? You do well with it. Well, I yeah, I, I do my best. It's um well, you know, it's a necessity. We. <laughs> it, well, I, I guess let me rephrase. I I think when I say that I think you do well with it, you you put your stuff out enough that so that people can see it, and they say that you're supposed to show it more than once, etc. But like, it never comes off as like annoying. <laughs> Which that's good to know yeah. i feel like i feel like there's that weird line to kind of traverse like where does it actually just kind of become annoying like, i'm I, very yeah i'm very self-conscious about that because i see that mm -hmm. you know even i still struggle with i have an email list but i still I only like use it when there is a sale. Yeah. And even then I feel weird about like doing that. Um, but yeah. And so yeah, I'm, why do we feel so weird about doing things like that when, you know, the colleges that I went to send out an email every like two and a half months like hey did you know it's that time of year that you should be giving us some money again everyone yeah <laughs> other people are not shy about it i think it's just the idea that you know like we just want to make art man <laughs> absolutely and so anything outside of that becomes un uncomfortable mm -hmm. so and, yeah. and I guess that's how I approach it is 
you know, if I just share what I'm doing, then, you know, I am putting it out there for consideration, but I guess I don't have an expectation. I'm not telling people to click like, to subscribe, to, um, I, I don't think, I can't remember the last time I did something like that. <laughs> like once in a while, I'm like, oh, maybe, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, you have children too. My my son watches all of the, all of the YouTube videos on Minecraft and whatnot, and I, I, th I feel myself cringing every time I hear somebody say, "and smash that like button." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I've seen a couple of people talk about like starting a video like that, where it's like, you know, before we get started, do this and that and that. And to me as a, a viewer, I'm out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll scrub a little. And if you're still talking, I'm out of there. And I want to see I content, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Give me, what are you about? This is this, this one of those four, 40s movies where they show the credits before the movie. That would be cool, but that's not what they do. <laughs> like, that's not the videos I'm seeing. <laughs> you know? Because then it would be, yeah, really ornate and you would get the mood of what's going to happen. Yeah, but all I'm getting is if my content is valuable. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't you show it? And then, um, you know, I'll smash whatever I like. But <laughs> quit telling me what to do. <laughs> you know, it's like I have free choice here. <laughs> Just, yeah. I'm, I'm battling here. I, let's see. I'm trying to get into <laughs> my Instagram because I, I didn't think about it. So you stream on here, and then I have, I think, El Santos Baseball and El Santos World going live. Are you trying to get to my work? I am. Can oh. you get to your work? Oh yeah, just show us some. Work. Okay, I'll just. I got my I got my sketchbook. Yeah. My daily. There so you go. It lined up nicely. Yeah. So. So I do one of what... these guys every day. They're okay, very... so it's an everyday thing. Yeah. yeah. So I for the audio audience, it's generally baseball cards. Yeah, it has been for the last the last little bit. I don't know. I've been I've been really fascinated by. I keep thinking about the fact that it's just a portrait, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like I don't have to I don't have to pay for this person to sit still for me for five hours. Yes, there, did it, man. <laughs> there, right. <laughs> oh, I love this. Well, I, I I think of it as because um, <laughs> I like to I call it remixing these past histories, yeah. these things that exist, but they exist in these alternate. I think this is the renditions. one you used, isn't it? In the, What's that? It, this is the one you used in the imagery. Yeah, it is. I think. See, I grew up, well, I was born in Chicago. Then we moved to Houston. Mm -hmm. And those were the colors when I moved there. was that Oop. loud orange. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been doing those one a day? Uh, so... I started doing one a days in 2016, um, but I started I started off with uh, bugs that you would use to take fly fishing. So I did a year of that, and then in 2017 I did a pen and ink of a different species of mushroom every day, and then I did house plants in 2017, uh, and I did I've done every year. Except for 2020, I got divorced. I had started doing a series of of my then wife every day, and that one fell. That one crashed and burned mid year because <laughs> yeah. we split. But uh, I did uh, I did plastic army men uh, one every day. Um, that one was really fun, actually. 
they, yeah. they, make, oh, they make such like i don't like they're such abstracted portraits anyway just because like the mold never gets them quite right and like it was just yeah. fun painting the intricacies and like my son would leave them around and i just find them someplace be like oh this one today <laughs> <laughs> so but that was a really fun process but yeah last year i started doing the baseball cards i started off with 88 donris and i started off with 88 donris just because i liked that black and blue and red border yeah, i remember those uh yeah. and i didn't even i I had to stop doing those because I was way more interested in the pattern that was around the edge than I was in the actual portrait. Um, yeah, I, that's I, fair. I, well, I'm, I'm always like, I'm always finding patterns and then I like get too wrapped up in the pattern. I guess maybe not too wrapped up in the pattern, but I'm really interested in the patterns. Like I'm the one, I'm the guy that's like staring at the, at the rug and all of the elevators, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's, the appeal to me of doing the baseball cards any graphics is the layout yeah almost when you do the four ups because those are like some of the best designs and then like <laughs> the black flag one I, just, I chuckled for a week and a half over the black flag one because it was just like ah, henry rollins in a four up rookie baseball card this is so spectacular oh the <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was but yeah, it is. so those are like Pete Rose's year, and um, yeah, I keep making uh, like I did Black Flag, I did uh, you did Van Halen too, right? Yeah, the original Goody lineup. Mob was one of my favorites. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was yeah, that's an example of um, like I I would listen to something and um think like everybody knew goody mob and i was wrong <laughs> when i talked i talked thelonious monk into a 1985 tops design one day with monk instead of a sports team and there was, you and i heard crickets and i'm just like <laughs> not no monk or and they not like it and that's I mean, it's it's fine either way i'm just like i was just like curious like do we not know monk because i feel like monk is ubiquitous you're um well that's not surprising but but, but like i feel like i know so, monk i feel like so much of the people so many of the people that follow me at this point are the sports cards people i don't mm -hmm. know if monk is ubiquitous with the sports card community <laughs> <laughs> If it was well, GD, maybe they did be ubiquitous. I'm not sure. The the truth is, it doesn't matter. It was fun. It <laughs> was really fun. Because <laughs> this is what you know. Uh, as far as an audience, this is what whoever's going to do right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I used to. I still sometimes in conversation, I tell if somebody's collecting me it's not like a pressure move, but it's like, like you were going through the stages of your one a days. That can happen at any time with any artist. He can suddenly start painting nothing but ballerinas for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, you should have bought that other work before he lost his... <laughs> like sense of what he was doing so <laughs> i think davis and but he was doing the landscapes and then he was trying he's like oh i need to figure out how to paint and he painted an egg beater like hundreds of times and then he came out with the style that everybody knows yeah but this is just the same egg beater over and over again or like yeah. a Jasper Don, so like painted his paint can with the brushes in it like a million times yeah. And then people tell you, like, oh, you know, you're so creative and you come up with such great ideas. I'm like, I just kind of keep drawing the same thing over and over again until I figure out what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think other people did, too. <laughs> but, but I mean, not, not to detract from people saying those things, because those are 
those are they, those are well-intended comments and i and i appreciate them but at the same time i'm like yeah i i mean i i i putz around with a pencil in my hand and i try to figure out what i'm doing and it's fun <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i'm not afraid of boredom <laughs> well the the thing i don't find boring is um i never know what's going to happen Mm-hmm. I don't know what I will get up and do today. You know, today I was thinking about like, you know, us talking, and I started like doing some watercolor stuff. And Man, I loved it when you started doing some watercolors. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's not a medium I hadn't touched, but I like my acrylic, and I used to like my oils, but. I don't know. A few people started talking about the health thing, and mm -hmm. I, I used to work solely in in acrylics. So much so that my my branded name was Lewis Acrylics. That was that nice. was went by, um, and then it became not really such a useful name when I started doing like all watercolors because I had a toddler. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like. Branding is a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> it credit. I don't mention her by name, but when I did El Santos, it was an ex-girlfriend that said, "Make it world, and then you can do whatever you want." So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. got bitter there, but um, <laughs> it's like. Give the devil its due. Why did we both bring up exes here? I don't know why that happened. Yeah. Sure. Well, but, they, well, they're in the yeah, they're part of the history. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. But, uh, but yeah, I was yeah the <laughs> I don't know. Del Santos' name is funny because what happened is I was I was working photography like nightlife. And so it was my friend's company and he would put your little tagline on the corner so that you got photo credit. And so it would say, it said, uh, photo by, and it said my name, Sergio Santos. And then I would just get bored. This was a monotonous thing we were doing. It was good for a little bit, but I got, I was like, wow. <laughs> and then uh so I, I changed it to image by Sergio Santos. And so we would upload these and send them to him and he would publish them. And so he, he got kind of annoyed. He's like, why'd you do that? And that's like, I don't know, feeding me fire. So the next one just had my name. <laughs> And then it, he, he kept getting annoyed. And then it just had my last name. And then I'd run out of things, you know? And I was like, well, what if I put L in front of it? And then when I'd go out and shoot, people would sometimes call me. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I put world and it worked. <laughs> but yeah. The, the name came from me being a jackass. <laughs> well, I mean, where did Mighty Lark come from? Oh, so shoot. I was, there was a time period where I was involved in a bunch of group shows, and there was a gallery in California called The Hive, and they asked you to do an avatar. And so the Mighty Lark is a, uh, I was obsessed with when I was little um, Scooby Doo. Uh, I loved nice. cartoons. Um, but my favorite episode of Scooby Doo was when they had the Globetrotters on. And I, I love those. I was about I loved, to say. I loved, loved, loved Meadowlark Lemon. And so I was nice. like, Mighty Lark sounds kind of like Meadowlark. And I like it. But I'm mighty, but I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminds me of Meadowlark Lemon. 
I'm going to be the Mighty Lark. Yeah, I probably will paint it soon. But did you know he had like a record? No. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can bring it up. Oh, that's see if I don't like screw something up in the process. But I found a copy at a Goodwill. And I couldn't believe it. And and I played it and it was funky. Let me see. But the cover is really weird. Let's see. Trying to... I, I couldn't and I can't. Yeah, I still can't believe I found that. Let me see. Oops. Try to share my screen here. Let's see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I'm still learning my way around this thing. It's it's very versatile, which also means that it has a lot of doohickeys and <laughs> a lot of a lot of things that can go seriously wrong, as we as we saw when you tried to. <laughs> You, I'm, just, I'm just glad I can speak now. You tried to log it. Yeah, it, was like, it happened the last time too, and that's why I was like, "Let's get on early." No, it it doesn't want to let me. Let me see. But you, you got to just take my word. I'm trying to. I, I believe you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look for it. Is what I'm gonna do. But here, I'll I'll audit, I will just describe it with words as best I can. Let me see. But yeah, it's called My Kids, and there's Metal Lark, and there's all these kids around him. And it's like, very like Steve 70s. Garvey's mad. Yeah. Is Steve Garvey that had all the kids? <laughs> well, I don't believe, well, I mean, they could be his kids, but they do not look. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's amazing, like oh, that's spectacular. <laughs> yeah, so that one's on my list of album covers because I still can't believe it. I I, I squeed like because <laughs> yeah, Scooby Doo. I used to love those episodes. Like oh, and I thought they every episode should have the globe trotters. <laughs> yeah. The the Globetrotters and the and the one that had uh Mama Cass in it was spectacular. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was such a great show. My my kids were watching it for a little while and it made me so happy. Yes. Like, my I son mean, watched it for a very brief period of time. Because everything is very brief now, it right. seems like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into that anymore. Yeah. I, I get it. So your background, did you like study art or? Yeah, oh, I, yes, yeah. <laughs> very studious. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have a, I actually have a master's in fine art. I went to, my undergrad okay. was in illustration um, and I was going to be a children's author, uh, children's book illustrator um, right. or do comic books. And really what it came down to was I wanted to do everything. So I did nothing, but I, but I mean, I didn't actually do nothing, but I did like, I did nothing. So. Oh, oh. yeah. There we go. I don't know what I just did there. Maybe oh, you're, you're fine. I could still hear you. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I just wasn't, I wasn't concentrated enough in any one area to really have a portfolio that was consistent so i didn't get much illustration work i did a lot of like weird punk rock bands for a while and that was nice. fun i like that yeah um, but i mean much like punk rock bands don't make a lot of money the illustrators don't make a lot of money either <laughs> yeah um, so um but yeah i have an mfa uh i did a lot of weird installation work for a while and it was fun um and so yeah now i don't i don't mostly a lot of my work now is kind of like 
about commodity of space. <laughs> like, I have this much space, so I'm going to make this thing that's this big and do watercolors yeah. and as stuff. As far as working on paper. It's like, yeah. If it's too big and it's out, then my daughter will start painting on it. <laughs> For a little while, yeah. she was doing it. <laughs> to me, it was really awesome. <laughs> it was the same palette. That was a test. That, that was a testament. To I, I, I have really instilled. You do not touch each other's artwork without permission. You we definitely don't consent. touch each other's artwork. Right. For the most part, that's been okay. I did have one commission that ended up being, uh, it wasn't pretty enough. It was in greens, and when it was done, it was in pinks. <laughs> I had um, I had to write a guy, and I was like, look, because I'd already sent him the proof. I'm like, the foot of a small child that belongs to me went through the painting. I'm going to have to redo it. <laughs> I, I sent a proof of one of the little plastic army men that I was doing. And uh, it was it was ready. I, was, I needed to basically sign it. And then I came out the next day and I had the, it was like blue, blue and pink Sharpie. And it was like doing, it had like a dress on <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty fantastic the, the fellow was very patient and kind <laughs> so, yeah which is nice it is nice that's generally the case oh when something goes wrong but <laughs> there are other moments <laughs> there always are there always is the capability anyhow <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I was uh I was talking with my mother on the phone this morning, I'm talking with my mom every day now, uh -huh. on my way to work. And I told her I was going to be talking with you. I said, Oh, one of my favorite artists from online. I'm gonna have a conversation oh, with him. And she's like, Well, well, what does he make? So I was telling a little bit about what you make. I was like, but one of his what mom, one of my favorite series that he ever did. Was this that he had these like little toilets that he was doing? And they were just <laughs> fantastic. I loved them because every day I would see a new one and I would just, I mean, I would just be chuckling about it like a half an hour later. <laughs> it was fantastic. Do, do you know where those came from? No. Where did... Oh my God. So <laughs> during the whole NFT explosion, all right. Okay. So bear, stay with me. <laughs> uh, I get hit up about a project. And if that project would have done what it was supposed to, uh, I would have been very comfortable. Right. But, you know, it turns out these guys didn't really know what they were doing. And so. Um, I don't think the project ever went anywhere, but I, I got cut and I got some severance pay. That was cool. And then for the project, I had requested some materials and I wanted some 11 fight 14s to work on the images that they needed. And I'd worked on some of them, but instead of sending me that, they sent me four by six little canvas. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this? Because I had boxes and boxes. And so I was like, well, this is really like shitty situation, you know? And so I started to draw toilets and it made me laugh. And then I wasn't as annoyed. <laughs> but <yeah>. so <laughs> that's a. I don't know if it was six years worth of art school or my own, my mother's <laughs> own sense of uh, of uh, her own shitty situation currently, but she she took the news that my one of my favorite series is that you've done was the toilets without without a without a <laughs> even a pause. Just like I can see where you might be friends with him, Michael. Yes. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> 
It's not the first time I painted the toilet, but um, I, I have yeah. a I have a photograph that one of my good friends did of a urinal over top of my uh -huh. toilet. So nice, yeah, nice. It's, it's within the ballpark of things that I find amusing. <laughs> it's a very you know what I like. <laughs> I think it was. You ever seen the Royal Tenenbaums? Yes. Okay. Do you remember Owen Wilson's character? There was art on the background. It was wild, but one of them, I believe, was just like a portrait. What's that? There was the one with the four wheelers. There was that one. <laughs> but then I think there was just a portrait of a tidy whitey. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember this. I'm like, that's that's high art. Yeah. It's like, it's like a <laughs> oh shoot, was it? Robert, Robert, I don't know. Oh, who was the fellow that did the bathrobes? <laughs> yeah. It was the uh, whole series of doing the abstract expressionist. I don't, I don't know. Doesn't yeah. yeah. Uh, I did a series of hoodies like that for a while. Yeah. That's all I wore. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I'm always fascinated because you're not a hack like me. You went through a program oh <laughs> time out man. <laughs> let me tell you about going through university i was the kid that like they would give us the assignment and i would take it back to my desk and i'd be working on it and i mean i i now realize that i have adhd my my brain goes everywhere all at once and i'm like oh i thought i was just creative cool well like i guess i also have adhd or they're the same thing or whatever but whatever um anyway um, yeah. keeping to the rigid guidelines that somebody gave me for an assignment yeah, maybe wasn't so great at it so yeah i had formal training but i would take in sometimes like six or seven projects for the one project because i'm like i don't think i did it right the first time so i did these other ones are these more what you're looking for and like <laughs> <laughs> and so i had like one professor that spoke to me when i was leaving syracuse which is where i went for my undergrad um and he says michael your work's not always very good but you always work really hard and i have faith that you're going to figure it out one of these days <laughs> which I took as like the greatest thing that I heard the entire time that I was there. I'm like, what more can anybody ask for but to figure it out one day? If we all figured it out one day, wouldn't we all be content and happy? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's pieces of figuring. I think the only thing that I figured out since then is that, yeah, you figure it out for like March 28th of 2013, but March 28th of 2013 has nothing to do with <laughs> what is it today? <laughs> you know, like you just like, I figured it out then, but it's not that anymore. I got no idea anymore. Yeah. It's I don't know. It, yeah. At what point I just thought it doesn't matter. What matters is that you do it. Yeah. Like, and I think credit to, uh, Fugazi, Ian McKay. You ever, mm -hmm. you ever seen him? There's uh, they're older ones. I think he probably still does it, but like he would just go to a college and he'd say, "Ask me questions." And so, somebody asked him about success, and he said, "Well, you know, there was, there's my band, Fugazi." To us, success was that we got into a room and recorded everything after that. And yeah, I, I saw that a long time ago. And I was like, he's right, you know? He's just, I don't know, what's it matter? Like, I'm making this stuff. Here it is. And I'm going to make more. And it makes me happy and it makes some other people happy. Yeah, and, absolutely. It's like, and, there's a, there's an Ani DeFranco song 
where she's talking about like we used to make a recording as in a recording of an event an event of making a recording i'm probably brutalizing her lyrics <laughs> but but like talking about like it was like the act of making was an event in and of itself and it didn't it didn't need a witness in order for it to have validity basically was the nature of the song which i always thought was really really cool because like i don't know i how much of your how much of your artwork is like not online like i like so much of my stuff is just like sitting in a sketchbook that like nobody ever really sees it's just there for me like and it was like important for me to do it like i it 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 doesn't need to see an audience for it to matter yeah yeah i especially with commissions i don't always photograph those so oh yeah i please it's, they, 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 some of them just need to go um, <laughs> because they're bad well then it's not because they're bad it's just like i didn't do this for me like i like yeah. i did this to like satisfy a problem or <laughs> problems of bad word for it but satisfy <laughs> you know a set of parameters. <laughs> yeah well i mean i do i don't do it on purpose it's just like i'm trying to follow through and i forget so it's, they're just out there <laughs> i'm really bad at mailing things yeah that's part of the adhd thing that i've figured out like once i've gotten through the part of actually making it i'm just like oh i did it and then it's like sitting there a week later i'm like and i didn't mail it <laughs> what if i so, do <laughs> did you get a diagnosis or oh no i not yet i'm actually waiting on it but 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 yeah i've, I've read the, i've read the literature and i i, I checked too many boxes <laughs> well yeah for me it was during covid i was i don't know i was like i need to talk to someone <laughs> And so he was like, well, here, let me, let me read something to you. He's like, well, you aced it. You, you have ADHD. <laughs> and then he's like, and that was a long time ago, actually. He's like, but when you go see your doctor, mention it. And I procrastinated on that. I've been called that all my life, but I thought, it's just a cute thing that people say to say you're an airhead, <laughs> you know, like, oh, he's ADHD. And then, um, so, you know, they were like, okay, well, let's treat it. <laughs> and yeah, it was powerful. My mom told a story to me that day and I listened all the way through and her stories are long that and that was i'm like and it's not that i don't listen but my mind will go everywhere but i was able to follow her story i think the way normal people do yeah neurotypical folks yeah i have my, my therapist has the has gone through the the screening <laughs> and i'm like i've i've well, I'm a procrastinator. I just like well, got my PCP like on paper yeah. like two weeks ago. So I'm waiting to go see them and I have the paperwork to go take to them. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they actually accept the paperwork and aren't like, we need to do our own screening. But I don't know, medical world. The, but the physician just... said it'll be life changing. And I laughed. But I was like, it, it has been. Like I've, um, and the thing is like, at first it's so powerful because it's just an awareness you don't have, but like with anything you get an immunity. And so at some point it becomes more about kind of regulating, like I'll take it and that word regulation. You know that it gives me balance throughout the days when i need it especially like i have a lot going on 
<laughs> so with father and then choosing to be an artist and be a father. Um, <laughs> it, What's that like? <laughs> the which part? All of it. All of it. Yeah. It's beautiful because, and part of the reason I'm so adamant is the love of art, but being somebody that I was told a lot to get a real job <laughs> that what I was thinking about doing was not a real occupation. You know, I had to, um, I had to clock in somewhere which just doesn't work for me. I'm not, I'd be terrible. I'd be terrible at clocking in. I was the short times that I tried it and it wasn't very long. And so I look at my kids and of course this stuff is um, genetic. And I think about, you know, they'll have these dreams and people will tell them the same thing maybe. And I want to be able to say, like, look, this is what I was told. You know, this is, this is the absurd thing that I did for a living. You go do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not self-destructive, it doesn't hurt you. It makes you happy. Do it. Yeah. Figure it out. And that's what fuels me the most, which makes me laugh because prior I was without kids for 37 years. And all I ever heard from other artists with kids, wait till you have kids, then it's over. You won't do art anymore. You won't do it as much. You know, there's, it's like, it's cause you don't have kids. That's why you're so prolific. I'm like, no, it's because I'm insane. And I embrace that. <laughs> and I will, I will go down making some kind of art. And that's, that I feel is my purpose. <laughs> I, I, I found, so in the last year, I've ended up um, with my kids full-time, just been single dad full-time, yeah. which is awesome. And also like exhausting, but like, it's awesome. Um, and I mean, my, my productivity has certainly changed, but I'm still always puttering, making, I've gotten a lot better at ukulele in yeah. the last year and, and instruments. And so I'm like thinking about, it's cool. You post sound. that. <laughs> well, I, I enjoy it. And, and, mm -hmm. and I don't, Sometimes it's just a challenge to be able to get something up that I'm like, all right, cool. Like this is this is where I'm at right now, and like I'm absolutely I can see this. So yeah, um, but yeah, like I guess the biggest change for me with creating with kids isn't so much that I don't create because I definitely do, but like the there was like this ego driven thing when I was single, like I make, that's what I do. I make, yeah. and it's better. It's better. It is because I make and it's important. Yeah. And now I'm like, this is, I make, I, it's what I do. Um, it may or may not be important. I mean, I think it's important. You, mm -hmm. you think whatever you think is important. That's cool. But please don't talk to me about the stock exchange. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but like, <laughs> I just, is, is I that your like next I series? Is a stock exchange? You know, I just don't <laughs> feel like I have to have everything out there to prove to people that I'm doing something. Like, I don't need the proof anymore. Like, I just don't care. I'm just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm doodle a ton in the sketchbook and that's fine for me. And I'll make this thing that other people see. Maybe I'll make, I mean, I've only really been sharing the dailies the last, this year, because I find it, I find it really fun, especially on 
X, I guess it is now, but yeah, Twitter, yeah. whatever, the bird app. Um, I'll put, I've been doing an image of a 79 every day, uh -huh. and I ask, who am I? <laughs> and it's just such a fun thing to me to see people guessing who it is. And I like, I think to myself, like, is the art me making it? Is the art the memory? Is it like a communal art piece where we're all like, working on it together because like which is more art like me making this thing or these people like like trying to figure out who it is some of the answers are real some of them are not real they're trying to piece images together like there's something about that community action of that piece that's so much more powerful than like any painting that i've made that somebody's bought that's on their wall i mean that's what got me making videos For, at first it was survival now i started early on and i would make videos i played with live but during covid i was unemployed because there was no art markets there was no gallery shows i was a physical person in the physical world selling physical art and then that was gone and so I made them out of necessity, but the more, and still the more I put out there, the more like I get that connection. And somebody like said the other day on something I was watching that most people that make content think that people want to hear their story. And he said, no, people want to hear how they connect to your story. And I was like, damn, like <laughs> that's, that's very true. You know, cause think about the art that you like, the music that you like, the quote, anything we, it's just who we are as animals, as humans, like we, gravitate towards something because we feel a connection generally so yeah i, I thought that was deep <laughs> and, yeah so it's good yeah but yeah i love the uh i, I don't know it's that whole concept of i've been trying to wrap my head around it and I'll write and I'll ramble and paint and try to think it out. But it, our existence as artists, you know, it's just different. We have this ability to, to make this content, to make those connections much more powerfully than it's, ever been available to a visual artist you know crazy <laughs> and uh would it would yeah. would all of our introverted like miserable artist lineage have lasted longer with instagram <laughs> oh yeah think it's about that letters to theo suddenly <laughs> It's letters to Cleo. No, uh, it's letters to everybody else. <laughs> or, yeah, it would have just changed the landscape. Maybe some of those artists never would have, like, made it. <laughs> you know? Um, and then others that got buried would. Yeah. So it's a very interesting game. Like, I... I kind of tried to articulate it a few times where you know being an artist it becomes almost our existence as as we put it out there that's all a part of it like i think when i think about this content it's an extension of the work and yeah i don't know things i hyper focus on <laughs> yeah well <laughs> I think there's a big statement in that moment when you realize 
that the work isn't just the the panel in front of you or the paper in front of you or whatever whatever it's not it's not confined to here when you suddenly start to think about a viewer first just maybe a viewer seeing the painting but then a viewer becomes something very different when they're when they're interacting with it right like they're not it's not like it's not like you're watching it on tv or something like you use your right. with your hands or you're you know zooming in on it if you like it or whatever like even think about that like people zoom in on your paintings sometimes like that's really odd <laughs> yo you're distorting my painting and that's kind of cool <laughs> it well it's no different at a museum uh is it the docent i'm always told to get the hell away from the painting because i'm <laughs> you know except in in our you know sharing people get to <laughs> and I, you know I, when, when yeah because i'm like my face is on the painting i went to i lived in seattle for like the early part of the 2000s and there was at Sam, they had a traveling exhibit of Van Gogh paintings, which I like when I was younger, I, I did not care for Van Gogh. I just, he just wasn't one of the artists that I connected with. Yeah. And then the show was up and I was like, well, I should go see it. I mean, everybody talks about it. I should at least see it, you know? And I got there and I was like, oh, but I don't know what was up with the security. Cause I know I, I got inches from those paintings i was like staring yeah. at sculpted yeah. poppies in the field and stuff i'm like oh that's why but i don't know if i would like think that van gogh was as cool if i had to like you know abide by security <laughs> yeah but yeah it was fascinating up close i'm like oh that's impasto i suddenly understand yes yeah. <laughs> the that whole notion of I've heard it with Basquiat the most. People are like, I don't get it. I'm like, have you seen one in person? Oh, you don't like, even it, see them in person. It's He's different. So anyway, but yes. Oh, you don't like it? Oh, I love it. I love oh, it. It's fascinating. Man. I love. I think. I love. I love Bas Basquiat and and Herring like hand in hand. I like. I love them as like a fascinating like not really duo. I just like. I like to think of them at the same time just because right. they're like counterparts in my head yeah this like super super rough sketchy like like i can see i can see your love of basquiat and some of your paintings like it's sure. like it's there it's visceral and then the herring was just like i'm gonna take this line it's gonna be so perfect and it's yeah. gonna be so emotive at the same time even though it's just like this like weird little square character that's so I don't know. I just I think they kind of just speak back and forth to one another, and I really like that conversation. Well, they're both so emotional, and because I started in photography, and so painting was always something where I saw people like, you know, and that wasn't that didn't bring joy to my heart. I'm like God, that looks boring, right? And then I collaborated with a painter. She wanted to take images of mine and then add paint. And then one of our early sessions, she put materials in my hand. And, and so I just started. And that was exciting. I was moving things and I was, and this was just emotion. And so I think it was like a few days later, I went to an art store and I'm with my friend and he said, that's like $200 worth of painting supplies. What are you doing? He's like, I'm going to paint. <laughs> and that was, that was the end of my photography career. Like, I think... well, I say that, but lately I've been, <laughs> I'm, I'm, starting this project nice wow uh, so it all it's all expression is what i'm finding Please. and it doesn't I, matter 
I was so stuck. I think 15 years ago, I was so stuck. But the, I, I was thinking in one of these things, you said you were thinking about how like technology moves like, yeah. exponentially, right? And I was like, yeah. yeah, but everything does, right? Like, like when I was 25, I'm like, well, I'm painting this and I'm getting ready for this show and I'm doing this and that and the other thing. And I have all this stuff that I have to do. And now I'm like, ooh, there's all this stuff that I can do. Right. Right? Like, I don't have to do it that way. And I don't have to do it that way. And I can become an expert at this or an expert at this. And I can, how can I do this so that it's me? And yeah. I think there's something like really liberating about getting older and you're just like, I really don't care if <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you like this and that's, that's nice. But like, if you didn't, I still would have made it and I still make something tomorrow. So it's just like something <laughs> like, so, yeah, it was, I was in my twenties, but I would go to photography workshops in Santa Fe. And so they would, the first thing they'd do is they'd show you some films of photographers. And one of them was Chuck O'Rear. So he was probably in his seventies at that point. So they show us his work and then they have him narrating. It's like this gruff voice. <laughs> and he says, you know, Somebody can say that painting sucks, something like that. And I try not to cuss because I have kids and they repeat things, but it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to make it. And so as a young man watching that, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I always leaned into things when I heard things like that even even in music you know like punk rock especially that that was that was my youth like absorbing these things and so i think i never really gave much thought to what other people thought like i which i'm glad and i and i don't know how that happened well, I'm glad for you because yeah, well, I, was, I was very. I see it in other people. I had to do it a certain way so that people would, okay, I have to be consistent. And I have to build my audience, and I, I, it, yeah, I, it's I, what I we're fed. Of a gallery when I was 27, and the and the like, one of the old hats pulled me aside. I just hoped put up my show and I sold like three paintings and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. They, somebody bought one of the funky ones too, that I had like things pieced together and stuff. I'm like, awesome. And he's like, so you need to really start fostering your clients. I'm like fostering clients. What on earth are you talking about? He's like, well, you need to write them letters and you need to, you know, just develop a relationship with them. I'm like, I can barely keep the relationship that I have with my girlfriend together. I don't know how I'm supposed to have a relationship with these people too. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. And so, you know, and this has me thinking about being consistent and uh, yeah, and 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 developing relationships. And and now I'm suddenly starting to see like it's more like it's it's what you were talking about with making that mm -hmm. connection, right? Like. The yeah. connection is developing that space for people to experience something and bring their own experience into it, right? Yeah. So, like, your experience and their experience meet. Um, and I'm just like when Grizz and I argue over which which Santos painting is better, Paul's cover <laughs> or check your head. I'm like, no, check your head is definitely better. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was an actual argument. Sorry. Shout out, Grits. <laughs> Be plagued by audio issues again. <laughs> so, 
Mighty Lark, love his work. Check him out at mightylark.bigcartel.com. Uh, I know him on IG as decaf underscore supernova. Awesome conversation. We'll have to bring him back. And I'll have to, have to figure out this audio situation. <laughs> but on that note, thank you for tuning in. And I will see you next time. Beep up.